After Dark, welcome back. It's week nine. Welcome. Uh, it's after Halloween. It's after Halloween, but before an election. Uh, and and guess what happened this week? KT and my team won. So get ready for some serious jacking off of our own teams. <laughs> I need to. Uh, uh, I need to get the buckle up, Buttercup, for like the the uh, the dance party from the Podfather. I need to. I need to get some music so like when the, when we both actually win in a week, we can like have the lights blaring or the sound blaring, lights flashing, little dance party action. Yes, but. if you. Uh, don't want to know my current mood. I want you to listen to the first, the first three minutes of the Podfather's top ten takeaways, where he does a fucking Tony Pollard dance party, <laughs> and just stop there. That's basically my mood right now. It's basically my mood, and I don't care anything about DFS. But Tony fucking Pollard is my serious hero. And uh, yeah, so welcome. I apologize. I apologize to Maddie for for that happening, but sorry, not sorry. KT, all right. Uh, you won. I won. Yeah, that's awesome. You scored 149 points. What the fuck happened, dude? I was so pissed off that I didn't pass Maddie's 151. If I'm being honest, like I was so hoping to get. Just get to 152. Like, that's all I wanted, 152. But uh, Gabe Davis was covered mostly by Jair, Jair Alexander in that game against uh, Green Bay and didn't do a damn thing. So it happens every now and again. He's, he's allowed a down week here and there, but I just didn't want it to be this week. So we're going to go, go straight into the fun with numbers request segment. Um this might be a lot of work, so feel free to not do this. Uh, but do it anyways. But um, <laughs> I, I did, I did go and look, and this was the highest league average of the season. Um, I had a team, and my team in the in a twenty team league scored one hundred and sixty five points in full PPR. Um, I felt like scoring was just bananas, despite Dave's shitty fucking score i guess and and uh and adrian but i felt like scoring was just out of this world and i looked just quickly at all the league averages for all the weeks before and this was the highest scoring week so let's let's do some i don't know maybe some numbers around highest scoring weeks in all time um because yeah you scored well right i i scored 119 and i wasn't even like the like like three or four People were way higher than me. So, um, but anyways, I it was a good week for fantasy football overall, I felt like. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Nate just did the fun with numbers about how it was the low, it's been the lowest scoring year. And so I, I think it's appropriate that, you know, right after that fun with numbers post, we have the highest scoring week. And so I would be curious to know where that falls into like the annals of history of ruffles you know weekly scoring so yeah figure that out nate it'd be great awesome thanks yeah and i mean for every uh 149 we get a you know uh to use a common parlance of our time if you're talking about the uh the the big lebowski it was a there's always like a 56 burger in there to, to bring that mean down so let's let's see some numbers there natron 
Um, talking about Natron, let's run right into the scoreboard and SEO division leader pat downs is first normally. Uh, Natron to, uh, I think we both picked this game right. Uh, Natron yep. takes down Adrian by a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, I, uh, and I tried to do the League of Solid, right? I texted Nate and I was like, before, I was like, hey, Nate, I'll give you, I think it was like two seconds for Deonta Foreman. Right, just trying to because I, I thought Deontay yeah, Foreman might have a good week this week, you know, with Chuba Hubbard out uh, playing Atlanta's defense, and it's like I can't trade, man. I'm like, so I texted him. I'm like, I said you can. It's for future assets. Like, it's not for anything for this year. He's like, oh, good to know. He's like, but I think I'm still gonna hold on to the rock RB depth. And I was like, how about three, three, three seconds instead? He's like, nah, I can't. I'm like, damn it. So I tried league. I tried. I don't think we've had a uh, emperor. There's been no emperor. Trade. I don't think there has been. So, side note: look that up too, Nate. Wow. Well, that would have oh, been. Yeah, I mean, this game you would have definitely gotten the fifty bucks for that one. Yeah, um, like you said, this game went how we thought. I mean, Adrian's team overall was terrible. Um, I mean, a. Uh, uh, a down week for Josh Allen. I mean, he still scored 17 points, but DeAndre Hopkins showing that, you know, old guys can still ball putting up a 28-burger on there. Um, you know, but when Nate's getting random 31 points from a, a one-week fill-in running back, like, <laughs> fuck, is he going to be hard to beat? Like, that's just dumb. Anyways. Yeah, it's uh, I think I think the sun is setting on Adrian's team, and I un- Unfortunately, the sun has plenty of life left on Nate's team, which is just unfortunate. Uh, yeah, well, we uh, can't have him pick it up, dudes. Spoiler alert: randomly look, score thirty. Yeah, I was say spoiler alert with that too. With the Adrian sun setting, hot spicy take. I have him missing the playoffs. Oh god! Moving on. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah, we have a special segment at the end of the the program. Make sure you stick around. Um, for the post predictions, KT's uh, gonna put on the the gonculator and gonculate the rest of the schedule out to see where everybody's gonna fall. You know, I I I, uh, I poked the the bear a little bit on the content on Saturday morning as no one had posted anything despite some promises that they would do otherwise. And there was like a fun with numbers and a league half season predict prediction with like within like an hour. So I was like, all right, well, just keep poking the bear. I like that. Yeah. Good, good, good job, everybody. Yeah. No, I, like I said, we'll do a second podcast if we have to, but, uh, you know, I'd prefer to have a little bit of, um, you know, a little fun with numbers, a little, a little goss, uh, in there, you know, if, if Baker wants to come up with, uh, 3 AM, my daughter's, uh, still awake and musings. I think we got, we got some more content we can stick in here. Um, and Adrian, if you want to, to blog on like 1998 fantasy football strategies, I'm down for that too. Or like, you know, talk about MySpace or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Tom is still my friend. Um, Jimmy doesn't lose. Holy shit. Stop the presses. His defense was better this week. I mean, he won, so that was good. 
Um, I mean, he still gave up a, almost a 110, but I mean, to put up 130 when your quarterback only gets you seven points is pretty damn impressive. I'm not going to lie. Kamara, Jimmy you know, is like him the being shades of just giving up, giving up 110. <laughs> um, it was good to see Kamara be, being himself again. Uh, I think Kamara likes having Andy Dalton as his, as a quarterback. I think I was, I saw on Twitter, you know, one of the many people, analysts I follow on there was showing Kamara's, um, target stats with like the last, you know, what that was like Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, um, Jameis and Andy Dalton. And he's seen by far the most targets per game with Andy Dalton, granted small sample size, but so if, uh, if the Red Rocket keeps that job, I think, uh, I think good things are going to start for Kamara. You know, you know, Cook's busting out of Michelle a little bit. Stefan Diggs is still awesome in Stefan Diggs. Jerry Judy seems to be the only sign of life from the Denver Broncos offense right now. Um, yeah, it was a good week for Jimmy. Uh, Baker putting up some good points. Waddle just showing that that offense is, is just dumb with Tua kind of just, you know, getting the ball out into space for uh, Tyreek and Waddle to do their things. Um, it's tough. His running yeah. backs are kind of hurting a little bit, but um, I mean, when you've got Waddle and you know, pitch showing signs of life, like, you know, you're going to have a chance. Yeah, the uh, woo, late night yawn. Um, Baker's still trying to get, uh, he's, he's still trying to get Scary Terry for me, and uh, I uh, refuse. But uh, I agree, 109, not bad. Jimmy finally, like, the, uh, I want to say, like, I don't know, Goss said, like, the, the luck turns around this week. And I, I don't disagree with the fact that I think that's a turning point for the rest of the season. Um, Baker, I don't know if you can, uh, if you can patch it together with those running backs, but good Godspeed to you, sir. Uh, good luck. Um, Dave. Uh, no one yeah. was surprised. He put up seventy-one. That's you know, sign of life, I guess, a little bit. I mean, he broke fifty, so that was good. Cool, Herbert looks like he'd be something. Um, Romeo Dubs made a hell of a catch in that Sunday night game for that touchdown. That was unreal. Um, Evan Ingram starting to that kind of show that catch. he's not going to drop every ball. But, I mean, there's just no, yeah, I mean, there's just not a lot of depth up and down. I mean, Dave's, you know, just praying for, a, you know, a non-Nate outcome with all those picks that he's got for the next two years. I mean, six first next year and three first and three seconds the year after. So a lot of uh, a lot of ammo to reload quickly, but uh, got to get there, right? So yeah. Doug's team. Evan Ingram playing playing the, uh, the all-JE team. Well, the all-JE team <laughs> played pretty well this week. Yep. Talking about Doug's team, let's talk about CD Lamb. <laughs> All JE team still still playing. <laughs> um, yeah, Doug Dougie got uh, you know your big Christian McCaffrey deal happens on Sunday. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know was... we can talk about that later, but Wandell Christian McCaffrey going one way. 
and uh, you you got you got a little bit of a haul. I didn't mind the deal for both of you, but you just I, like I said, I, yeah. I feel like you've had Christian McCaffrey multiple times, and he's never actually played for you. He's played a couple of games for me, but uh, I think Doug, I think yeah, I think I got him from Dave, and then he sort of traded him back to me. I think we traded him back and forth a couple times in the preseason, so. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, McCaffrey coming in, putting up 36 and ETN showing he might be legit at 24. Like that'll be a, you know, a tough duo for, uh, the less, the rest of the league to deal with when they're, when they're, you know, not on buy and playing each week. So Godwin, like he Doug, keeps getting targets. Doug, Doug sent me a message on, on Sunday after I had sewn up my victory and he was like, big win. And I said like, great week out of punt, pass and kick McCaffrey. Because <laughs> he had he had the, uh, the the old triple crown touchdown uh, via, you know, yes. it's almost the Claypool. We we the clay the Claypool is a passing touchdown, nothing else. And that's the triple crown, and then get traded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it was fun. It was yeah, fun I'm, watching McCaffrey play. That was cool. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if that keeps up when Debo comes back. Um, but I mean, him and that offense will be fun. Like he's, I feel like he's kind of tailor made for a Shanahan offense. So, um, but I mean, if if he keeps getting sixty points from McCaffrey and ETN each week, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. That's for sure. Um, you know, he, I think Godwin's been getting some good targets. Ceedee Lamb's been okay, not great. Um, he just needs. He needs Jamar Chase to come back. I think if Jamar Chase is able to make it back before too long, um, you know, I think uh, that that could be the missing piece. Uh, and he's got to get a quarterback. Uh, Brady and Lawrence right now just are not cutting it. So, but a lot of upside there. A lot of upside. Yep. Speak speaking of upside, you uh, you taking down Maddie. I think two teams that uh, you know have a lot of upside on, on both sides. Uh, you, as you mentioned, with the uh, glorious 33 burger from Pollard with three rushing touch, no, with three, three rushing touchdowns on the week. And I mean, to put up 120 with Lamar and Mark Andrews disappointing again, you have to, you have to like to see that, um, you know, Gibson showing signs of life, McLaurin doing well, Claypool, um, putting them, you know, double digits like Aaron Jones kind of becoming the man now, which helps because, you know, before if they were kind of splitting touches, now you're getting Jones seeing the majority of them, which helps, you know, helps your team a little bit knowing that uh, it's more of a condensed touches. So. Yeah. I think it would be really helpful if Dallas only started one of their two running backs every single week. Um. I love when, when Andy's in negative game scripts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Claypool going to Chicago will be interesting. Um, I texted Robbie on, on Thursday night, and uh, it was like after the game, or no, it was like mid-game. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in my in-law's hot tub. I'm watching the game. I'm by myself. It's my me time. And Andrews has been knocked out of the game, and I just sent, I just sent Robbie like Isaiah Likely for whatever you want. <laughs> 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 you go, just go take him. 
and uh, it, I guess it's probably still on the on the table. Um, DK Metcalf is amazing and unkillable. Um, yeah, like I was also texting with, with Doug, and he's like, he back. cannot be, he cannot. <laughs> yeah, Doug said he cannot be killed by uh, convention, uh, like. He cannot be killed by normal weapons is basically what he said to me. So I agreed with it's that. Basically an alien, um, right? So you need some like super alien killing device. Yeah, um, that's why I'm trying to get the other alien in the league and I'm trying to get Derrick Henry and DK Metcalf on the same team. And they can just <laughs> fucking plow through everybody else. So um, Maddie, yeah, that, like, Maddie that is, is his like, team. Zero and zero. Yeah, Maddie's team. Like, I thought I was dead multiple times during the during the day. Like, Jacoby Myers scored that touchdown. I'm like, fuck, I'm done. Uh, like, Miles Sanders scored that touchdown. It was like three quarters of the way through the early game slate, and I'm like, I'm dead. I'm I can't do it. And then the fucking Vikings game. They just they were. Why can't the Vikings just establish dominance? Instead of like bleeding touchdowns to Kyler Murray, because he went from like twelve points to twenty-two points in like the last quarter, and I was like, "Fuck!" I already hate the Vikings enough. I don't need to hate them more. Um, but that's the Kyler Murray experience, you know that right? Team- like, I think it's like, yeah. I just hit like a couple of Twitter analysts I follow. They're like, if you, you know, like Kyler Murray, like if you want them to be your your uh, fantasy quarterback, they're like, don't watch the game. Whatever you do, don't look at the stats. Don't watch the game. Because you'll see three quarters of the way through the through the game, he's got like eight points, and then he has the furious fourth quarter comeback, and all of a sudden you've got twenty four. Like it's not pretty, and it's a freaking you know roller coaster ride, but he gets there at the end. So I think that's just more the Kyler experience than like the. I mean, the Vikings do just piss things away. Don't get me wrong, because um, we can't nope. have nice things, but. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the the cider getting cracked there. That was the second one. Yeah, the first one I had. Oh wait, we haven't talked about our drinks yet tonight. So the Sec- first one I had tonight. Cider. Yeah, the first cider I had tonight was a uh, a milk and honey cider heirloom um, out of uh, milk and honey brewery out of uh, Saint Joseph. It was pretty good, I have to say. Nice. But it was. It's a smaller little bottle, yeah. a little smaller craft bottle. Um, and then the second one is my go-to loon juice. So, nice. What about you tonight? Yeah, we got a little vodka. We got a little vodka tonic going on tonight with a little lemon juice in there. So nice. Yeah, we're going with the the hard the the heavy proof heavy octane stuff tonight. So, um, let's move on to your drubbing of Brett. <clears throat> you scored more than sixty-eight. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Uh, AJ Brown and Derrick Henry scored sixty-eight by themselves. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I didn't even look to see that they both put up thirty-four. So yeah, it was it was a fun week. I'm not gonna lie. DJ Moore caught that unreal like sixty-four yard touchdown or whatever it was. That was that like the had, best like, thing that could happen to Carolina. Carolina gets the big rush of energy. DJ Moore throws his helmet. They get penalized and keep the draft pick. It was awesome. Winners all around. 
It was fun to see AJ Brown you, be AJ Brown again, though. Because you could have. Did I lose you? Are we? Are we we're gonculating, aren't we? Yeah, you were Hello? saying I could have what? Hello. No. Hello. This is fucking yeah, I awesome. Can hear you. Uh, no, I was just going to say, if you had started Jamal Williams, you'd have had another nine points and you'd, you'd be a, uh, you'd be a rich man to $50 credit. But yeah. I, I mean, that was a ridiculous week. So. Yeah. I mean, Brett Tua again, you know, putting up a 22, I think he should be playing two every week going forward, which I'm assuming he will until the bye week for Tua, but, uh, you know, um, Barkley has kind of come down a little bit. He's still putting up decent, decent, you know, numbers the last couple of weeks, but, you know, 14, 16, 17, 18, which is, again, phenomenal. But he had a, you know, huge, like, 32 and 21 point start at the earlier in the year. And um, I think Brett was hurt a little bit by um, the buy with CEH on a buy. Um, having to put Daryl Williams out there. God, Devonta it's Adams thin, was, dude. Like, death walking dead man walking he was sick all week it sounded like so didn't i don't think he was quite up to his normal you know his normal um but you know lockett and earth did their normal things olave was down a little bit this week i mean that's the thing he puts up a lot of he's been putting up decent yards and and uh decent yards and uh, catches but he's yet to you know he's got two touchdowns i guess but um yeah he's been solid just hasn't put up one of those big blow-up weeks yet I'm sure. I'm sure one of those is coming, but just hasn't done it yet. But yeah, Brett's team very thin, very, extremely very thin. thin. Like he tried to make a a little trade with me to get one of my running backs, and I was like, "Nah, I didn't really do it because Brett was asking me." I was like, "It didn't quite make sense for me," but like he needs to make a deal for another RB because. Whoo, thin. Um, the the heartbreak of the absolute week was the Dano versus Robbie matchup, oh, and yeah. man, did that thing swing on Monday. Monday night heartbreak, baby. Nick Chubb to... just doing Nick Chubb just doing what he does, man. God, dude, it's so fun to watch. Wow, it was it was a combo of Joe Burrow not playing incredibly well. Oh, just terrible. I mean, well, it, 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 but to be fair, like he would take three steps back and have four defenders in his face. That line was oh, just yeah. he was getting worshipped. But it was like Chubb Boyd. <laughs> like Boyd caught that touchdown and I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> I figured Chubb was going to do pretty well. And, yep. and you know, of all the people Joe Burrow throws touchdowns to, like, don't throw it to Tyler Boyd. And, well, and he did. And then on, on one of the last couple, I think of the last two drives, um, Hayden Hurst picked up, like, two catches for, like, thir- like 25 or 30 yards. I was just like, that little, and I think Boyd caught one maybe, but between the Boyd touchdown and that just dink and dunk shit at the end is what really, to Hurst, which is what really ended up, Ended up playing Robbie, other than Burrow playing like absolute horseshit. But again, with that, I mean, it's tough to ask him to do too much when he had literally zero time uh, to throw the ball. So, 
Yeah, I think that was the, the closest matchup before the week, and it ended up being the closest matchup for the entire week. And, yep. you know, I think I picked Robbie ahead of time. And that's just, like like I said, it was basically a coin flip. Pickens getting nothing was incredibly surprising for Dano. And, and did they have? Um, did they put big play slay on him, or did they put big play slay on Deontay? I guess I didn't see the. I didn't see really I think any. Slay was on Pickens, and um, Bradbury was on Deontay. Yeah, and neither one of them did much, and that's why I started Claypool because I figured yep. he was going to get something. Slot, yeah, right? out of the slot. I, I, yep. I didn't like any of it, but um, yeah, I think Slay went on Pickens, which is, you know. Uh, they just don't have a quarterback good enough to slice and dice decent to great quarterback. Decent, so. yep. I was yeah. surprised to see how flat Las Vegas came out. It was like because they needed to win. They've had a top five offense all year, and then they just shit the bed. Like, what the hell happened? Well, Andy Dalton. He's not the quarterback for Las Vegas. No. Really, just he steady eddies himself, and he it puts up points, and you know they got yeah. they got in a negative game script, and 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 they just yeah. they had no wide receivers to do anything, you know, and and uh, keep pressure on Derek Carr, and he's fucked. That's true. So um, you know, I don't know. Um, I think that's enough for the recap. Um, we don't have a power rankings uh, segment from our our bald-headed uh, commissioner. He did do his previews, uh, but I'm not looking at that. So let's just go straight to standings, um, and then we'll do power rankings after that. Let's um, – I had a little trouble coming up with a, uh, a quippy uh, standings uh, things that we kind of we kind of yoloed it, um, with the uh, the the recent Twitter takeover uh, by billionaire Elon Musk. I I guess I just did uh, the most famous billionaires division. Uh, and so Elon Musk will be uh. The, the new name of the Maximilian division, your division, KT. It's got a, it's got a lot of wins. It's, it's new money. Um, but it's also a complete douchebag. And I think that <laughs> sums up your Fair entire enough. division. Fair enough. Um, Adrian on a double to triple arrow downward spiral on the power rankings. Um, you're... Definitely on the way up. Uh, Dano also, despite, um, you know, d- despite edging out Robbie, I think also on a uh, very much upward trend. He's on a 5-0 and heater right now. He is on the heater for sure. Um, and then Baker putting up, you know, triple digits and losing. I think, you know, I guess you d- do deserve to be the most rich Person in the entire world, despite the fact that you ride around on penis rockets and suck, um, that's Elon Musk. And I think that sums up your division perfectly. Um, the, 
my division, the Charlemagne division, I guess is the Jeffrey Bezos division. Um, it's got some high scoring, but it's also a loss leader. Um, not a lot, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of profit, but a lot of volume, which is kind of what I was talking about when I was thinking about these names is the fact that, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna like points for we're, we're winning points against. We're also winning. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know what that, you know, uh, not a great division right now, but making, making that, that straight cash homie, um, I was very happy to to I would say steal one from Maddie because I didn't deserve that. Just to keep pace with Natron, I think is super huge. Again, we talked about um, you know Jimmy yep. should be much higher than he is right now, but he, you know what? He should probably be five and three, and um, absolutely the minimum five and three, six and two, something like that. Yep, and so. You know, at the beginning of the year, we said, you know, I think three teams make it from our division. And I did pick, this is pre-mega trades and shit for Dave. But, you know, we picked myself, Jimmy, and Dave. But I would still think it's very possible to have three teams come out of the uh, the, the now-named Jeffrey Bezos division. So... Um, there's still way too much football to be played. So the, the, the last division, unless you have a comment there on the, on the, uh, Jeffrey Bezos division. Yeah, no, I, I think you covered it and we'll, we'll get to a spoiler alert later on, sure. uh, on the, the predictions. Sure. Uh, so the last, <clears throat> the Ferdinand is the unnamed division and it's, it's, you know, I'd say it's semi boring. It's slightly a letdown and it's the. Bill Gates division, um, for sure. There's a slight bit of Scientology involved, and there's, um, you know, some kind of a divorce and some prenup going on. Um, I'd also say that uh, I'd also say, say that like Windows ninety five, it's slightly outdated. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, you know, you know, Brett and Maddie, Maddie, I'd say slightly on the up uptick, but you know, a little bit of Windows ninety five, like a lot of a lot of excitement for it, but it's been a it's been a while since a lot of people have been excited. So Doug in two weeks could lead this division and he just traded for McCaffrey, so that he did. Um yep. So there we are. Um Power rankings, unless you have anything else, KT. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I think that I think that bottom division, the Bill Gates division, will look a little different in uh, you know in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I must have something wrong with my computer because when I look at the RT power rankings, because Goss hasn't done his yet, you're on top. So there must be something wrong with my computer. <laughs> Mine's got Natron, but the, the one thing that I've noticed with this right now How's is that possible. Oh, it, you must have refreshed it after the uh, the waivers. Well, but here's the thing. So I just refreshed it now to get to it. Um, 
RT Sports, if you change if you change your lineup, like if you know, because it, it it does its power rankings off of who who it thinks oh. has the best the best eight people you know in their starting lineup. I I figured that out because I was playing with it one day and I was like, like why is why did I go from like the second best roster you know the last column to like the sixth best and I was like oh it's because I have like such and such on a buy this week and they're on the bench right if I put them in my lineup even though they're not going to score any points this week. Like they went back up to like second or you know not second but whatever it was right like they went back up, so it's the the roster component component of that is really about who who your top tw- or your top starting eight people are. So, well, that is complete and utter bullshit. So, I agree. Um, we're gonna need to go to uh, the uh, the fantasy pros for the uh, the actual power rankings because. This piece Hashtag of shit. not a sponsor. Yeah, uh, not a sponsor. Although I do have to trim my balls tonight, and that will be done by Manscaped. Nice. Um, too much information, but yeah, I digress. I'll trim your balls too if you'd like to come over. Um, Whoa. Um, yeah. Whoa. Okay. What time? Uh, I, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> uh, with the Manscaped, uh, with the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, anyway, sorry, not a sponsor. Um, this fucking RT power rankings has me in like seventh place. So fuck them. Tell the power. Um, right. Yep. Uh, rest of season rankings. Of course. <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, I'm just trying to find ways to jack my team off. Uh, one inch penis to at least a two and a two quarter penis. <laughs> uh, uh, thickness like you know uh fill up a tuna can but not not deep um fuck me this thing says i'm actually seventh in the power rankings on (laughs) fantasy pros as well so uh time to unsubscribe uh i i think i demand a recount i demand a recount how how do they think how how are their power rankings the same as RT Sports. That just tells me that the algorithm is fucking broken. Um, yeah, so I would say I think we can agree that Natron it should be in first. Yep. I've I I got Natron first. I think I'd put uh, Daniel second. I think I'd probably have know, maybe me third. Maddie fourth, Jimmy fifth, you sixth, Adrian seventh, and then Baker eighth, uh, Brett nine, Rob, or no, I'm Jimmy two, I'm not Jim, I have Doug two though, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think you seven, or six, Doug, Doug seven, Adrian eight, uh, Baker nine or Brett nine, Baker ten, Robbie eleven, and Dave pulling up the rear. If you followed all that, like up and down bullshit, but that's what I got. So the way the, I guess the way I look at it is is this: I think Natron's there to stay. I think you're there to stay. I think Dano is there to stay somewhere in the top in the playoffs. Is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Maddie should be in the playoffs. We're kind of treading water between me and him right now with 
good teams that should make the playoffs. We got Brett and we've got Adrian. Adrian that I feel like should drop out. But one or both of them could still win their division. Yep. Absolutely. So that could kick a lot of wrinkles into things. But I agree with, with the fact that I think Doug is on the uptick. And so is Jimmy. And those could take the last couple spots if those teams fall out of first place. So I think we have a lot of very interesting things going on. With, no, with with four through six in the the playoff race, and I think we're just obviously we have to keep an eye on it. But I feel like you know, I, I what Robbie say any given Sunday. Yeah, and I don't I, disagree with that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's you know, I think there's probably eight or nine, maybe ten teams vying for those last three or four spots in the in the playoff rankings. So. Uh, it'll be fun to see what happens these next uh, the next few weeks. I think by the time we get to week, you know, obviously by the time we get to week twelve and the uh, the trade deadline, I think we'll have uh, a lot more clarity on maybe people who would be a buyer or a seller at the at the deadline. So, yeah, I think there's still going to be a lot more to come. Can we at least get together for beers at Pub Forty Two that weekend? I'm down. I'm I'm down. So. Uh, APB put it put it out. We need to have a end of uh like a trade deadline party hangout. We don't need to play poker. Uh, no giant like commitments, but let let's just get together. Let's do it. First, um, absolute worst case scenario is we're gonna have to have like an emergency pod or something like that that night, Jay. Yeah, uh, I'm fine doing like a live stream pod. There you go. For uh. But I'd I'd rather have it be, you know, anyways, let's try to get as many people as we can. We can do, like, um, guest appearances by actual people in the league. We can maybe even tell Adrian there is a podcast live. (laughs) Um, uh, The the one thing I wanted to touch base on before we get to the waiver wire is just the fact that the only documented trade, and, and we did talk about, the McCaffrey trade, but the one documented trade for this week was, was you trading a lot of things for Juju and. Yeah. uh, uh, I love it. I don't. What? what, what, I don't remember. It's it's just like the other day, but I don't remember what the hell the trade was. I, I traded. It was Lazard, Lazard and, and Montgomery. Was there a, a pick four, in there, like a fourth there's a pick? fourth for Juju. And the way I look at it, the way I look at it was this. Like, I think Monty's losing work to Herbert, so I think he's still going to get, you know, he's not the he's not the Monty of old who's getting 95% of the backfield touches anymore. So I didn't feel quite as bad about that. You know, knock on wood here that um, I've got both um, – the Tennessee running backs and both the um, Detroit running backs, and they're all they're both past their buy. So I'm kind of hedging a little bit that I won't maybe need quite as much depth, you know, even if there is an injury, you know, knock on wood that, uh, you know, I still have, you know, depth in those backfields to, and they're past their buys. Um, 
Lazard was the guy that I didn't love giving up. Um, but I kind of feel like, you know, he's been, he's been good. He's been solid. Don't get me wrong. I just, I feel like there's more upside with Juju right now. I'm playing in my, in a Mahomes offense that like him and Mahomes are starting to click a little bit. Um, they can't run the ball. Whereas I feel like the Packers might start running the ball more here in the second half of the season. So that was kind of the impetus for the trade. So, well, I'm going to speak for Baker when I say you could have done Montgomery straight up for Schuster. Maybe. I don't think it would have gotten done, but. I think it would have. Um, I appreciate uh, Josh Baker just posting in the, uh, the, the league message board just yep or nope to that response. Because I think Monty for uh, for Schuster would have done it. Um, all right, uh, waiver wire refresh. All right, in uh, three, two, one. Hey, I got my tight end. Ah, oh, I did not get my other guy though. Blasphemy! I did not see Maddie going for Terrace Marshall for fifteen dollars. I got Duvernay. I I see that. <laughs> go bigger, go home, right? I had ninety dollars left. Like, what am I going to spend ninety dollars on? Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, um I, like, we're, we're going to get into this later uh, after the season. But I was I, I was texting Robbie, and I was just talking to him about the fact that, like. After the the game is played on Thursday, if you have players, um, you can't pick up a player who's on waivers who's played. Yep. But you can drop a player on your bench that the game is passed. Yep. For a guy, you know, if you want to grab somebody else. That's just calling knowing your league rules, buddy. I know, but I think that's bullshit, and I think that needs to change. I agree to disagree. Uh, so that'll be part of the off-season meetings. I, I think I <laughs> halfway badgered Goss about <laughs> it uh, to a point. I think he thought I was way more fired up than I actually was. Um, but like I had put in a, a Saturday night claim on Duvernay because I couldn't quite remember if it was like players can be dropped or players can be picked up on Saturday after their game if they were not on if they were on the bench or they were on waivers. So I just made like made a claim on Duvernay, and I was like, hey, like. What's this deal? And then, like, while I'm talking to Gossard, you dropped uh, Justice Hill. Yep. And I was like, this is the exact fucking deal that I'm talking about. <laughs> like, you can drop Justice Hill after he's played and was on your bench, on your roster, on Thursday night, and pick up a guy. But I can't grab a guy who's played Thursday that was a free agent. And I was like, just for the record, I don't think you should be able to grab a guy on waivers on Saturday after he's played. But I also don't think 
he should be able to be like dropped and then grab another guy on Sunday. <clears throat> so we'll talk about it in the off season, but like I felt like I did badger goss a little bit, so I apologize for that. Um, but like <laughs> it, I just if he's on your roster, if a player's on your roster yep. and the Thursday night game happens, yep. I feel like that player should be locked on your weekly roster. That's he didn't it. Play. He didn't play, so I can drop him. Move on. That's bullshit. He played in the game. Yeah. Okay. Got anyway. him up. Move on. See, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> uh, Michael Hardman getting $16 from Jimmy. Ronnie Rivers for $16. Like, yeah, we're seeing a lot of money spent on players that you're like, uh, who is this fucking guy? Um, Maddie. <laughs> I'm still pissed off at you for the $15 Terrace Marshall because I wanted Terrace Marshall. Um, now He's I have not to good. Up. I was an original but... Terrace Marshall guy. Stan, yeah, I know. But you know what's going to happen now is I'm going to have to go because I don't really want to kill Harry now that uh, I forgot to change or get rid of that after the Claypool trade because that made my waiver claim the other day. I was also so now, an original Nikhil Harry Stan. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go uh, probably get my original my original guy back, which is Lavisca. I'm gonna have to probably put a claim on Saturday night for some Visca. But I digress. So I think it's gonna be unopposed. There's uh I'm sure people are gonna be like, Who's this fucking guy for the tight end that I picked? But I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping that he's the he's my next uh Greg Dulcich where uh He's that rookie tight end that uh, now that Hawkinson's moved down, gets a little, a little more playing time now. So, <sighs> I don't think anything good's coming out of that. Um, all right, let's. We're almost at an hour at this point. Let's get to the scoreboard for Week Nine. <laughs> um, SEO captain uh, versus Baker. I've got an upset. I got Baker in this one. I'm just wow. feeling my bones. Um, I mean, Natron has a quarterback now in Heineke. Um, Mixon's got a terrible line. Foreman, if he keeps him in that lineup, Chuba might be coming back this week. So I don't. I don't think Foreman's going to see quite as many touches as he had. Singletary's got to deal with uh, Naheem Hines now. So Cup's a little banged up. Um, Mike Evans has got the Jalen Ramsey effect. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the upset this week. That's a ballsy play, Cotton. I'll see how it works out. But I got um, I got Natron. I I think it will be a close game. Um, Baker's got a lot of injury concern on his team. I'd love to see Robert Woods do well, but Robert Woods and Lazard, um, a semi-hurt Amon Ra. Just a lot of volatility there. I I do hope Baker wins. I am cheering for you, Baker. But I'm going to go with Natron because he's got I would say if Cup doesn't play because of his ankle, I'll take Baker. You can't hedge like that. That's weak. 
That's weak sauce. No, I'm going to take Natron. But I know. You know, it. Well, it's not like if that happens, if that happens, he's got a, a great thing to plug back in because he doesn't. Um, Kenyon Drake. That's a <laughs> Monday. That, that's a Monday. That's a Monday night flexion. Uh, 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 yeah, I want. I'm just gonna take Natron by five points, and sure. we'll we can move on. Um, I th- I do think it will be way closer than the 23 it's spread. Uh, yeah, I agree there. So, um, Jimmy, Jimmy and-, and Adrian, I think, uh, you know, if if the second half of this season is any theme, I think Captain Three Putts Nuts are gonna drape right on top of Adrian's face. I think Jimmy by 50. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Bateman plays this week. Donovan Peoples-Jones is on a bye. He already has Sammy Watkins in his lineup. Like, it, it, it's gross. Um, yeah, I got Jimmy this week as well by a lot. Uh, Dave and Maddie. Um, I got Maddie. <laughs> yep. Uh, you versus Doug. This is where it gets interesting. Um, I get very lucky on bye week against Doug. Um, McCaffrey is on bye. I feel like I double dodged McCaffrey this season because he he got traded to you and he was <laughs> yes. in a short week, and then I get you trade him to Doug the fucking next week, and he's on like a bye week. And I'm like, okay, Jamar Chase is dead. C. Lamb's on by. Wandell's on by. And and Doug has to scrape forward a team to face my team. And I still have to pick Doug because I can't pick myself. But I like my I like my chances this week. Uh yeah, I've got you. I mean, he's got Caleb Huntley who like Cordell Patterson might come back this week, so Huntley could be just you know DOA. Um, he's playing three tight ends. I mean, he's playing KJ Osborne. Yeah, he is. KJ Osborne scored last week, though. I mean, so at least he's got a, somewhat of a pulse. I mean, he only scored eight, he scored eight points and he scored a touchdown. I mean, okay. Well, if I want to go back to the fact that, um, like, Maddie might get. Four touchdowns out of Justin Jefferson this week because he hasn't done anything. He hasn't scored since week one. I saw I, that. Uh, I, on Twitter I know. Today. But I'm uh, I'm trying to say like he's about to go ape shit. Just ham. So if touchdowns get concentrated to main Vikings, I don't feel like. Well, it, it could happen, but. Like Taysom Hill could score anywhere between zero and fifty points, and that's just <laughs> unnecessarily <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I think Godwin's due for a little positive touchdown regression, so I, I think that you know that could be something. But um, I mean, I, I don't think that Goddard or half of the that, that that's kind of part of the problem with my lineup or matchup with Robbie is 
we'll get there, but I, I'm not sure if Philly's offense plays after the first half tomorrow night. So, yeah, yeah, yep, that's uh, for real. All right, so we both, I've got you, you for some reason, once they're trying to reverse jinx yourself with Doug, we get that, but uh, moving yeah. on. Um, oh, I got to put a tight end in. Hold on real quick. Team lineup. I, I will gladly take a five and one week like I had last week with my picks. Uh, <laughs> and the one being me picking against myself. I like that. I'll take that. So uh, we, we, we got a tight end yet? Okay, yep. It's in there now. Uh, it doesn't change anything because I don't think he's projected to score any points from RT Sports. So um, there is that. But I do have a legal lineup now officially. Um, yeah, I I sadly picked myself this week. I don't love it. I think um, Isaiah likely. I really want Mark Andrews to play this week. I really don't think he will. I think he's going to sit this week because they have a bye week ten. Um, so there's no incentive necessarily to play Mark Andrews. Um, so Isaiah Lakely could just end up dominating me. Um, I think just... I think I am going to start Tanyan over Andrews and not even worry about Monday night. Uh, that's a smart play in my opinion. Um, I'm just hoping that Garrett Wilson gets shadowed by Tredavious White and Drake London continues to be Drake London in that offense where they don't throw the ball to help offset the uh, eight the, the likely 80 points that uh, Isaiah Lakely is going to score. Um, <laughs> and my and my James Mitchell probably only getting like a two burger. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm going to go with the upset and I'm going to say Robbie. Robbie knocks you off. I think you. <laughs> I I don't feel confident in that pick. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, but I do think that Robbie can scrape together enough points to beat you. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, likely shouldn't score as many as I think they're he's going to score. Rondell is shouldn't score as much as he should. Philly, it's a coin flip. If Devonta scores the touchdowns from Jalen, eh, could be a thing. Yeah, Joe Joe Burrow's facing Carolina. That could either be six points or thirty six points. You just have a lot of volatility on Rob's side. Is what I guess Absolutely. what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to take Robbie for the for the coin flip, and I'll probably be wrong, but. It, it it is what it is, and um, in the last one, I think I think Dano, you know, Dano loses Chubb, but he puts Eckler back in his lineup. I mean, he's got the corpse of Allen Robinson in his lineup, and honestly, like Brandon Cooks might not play this week in protest for not being traded. Um, with all of that said, um. I mean, if those two things happen, if, I mean, Allen Robinson plays like Allen Robinson and this year, and if Brandon Cooks doesn't play, I think Brett's got a, a much better chance. But uh, as of right now, I'm on the, I'm on the Brett train. Hmm. Oh, sorry, I'm on the Dan train. I apologize. I think I, I said the wrong thing. I'm on okay. the Dan train. Uh, yeah. So I think that, Dano wins here. 
Um, it's going to try to make a case for Brett. And I, the, no matter what I do, I can't. Um, Allen Robinson sucks. He could catch, you know, he could catch a thing or two, but I, I literally think, like, the Rams defense is terrible. Fournette could go off. Eckler is great. Cooks could be in a shootout. God forbid he scores once or twice in them being their ass blown out. Uh, Tyler Boyd is the only one of the only two people that can catch touchdowns for Cincy. Pittman eh, has been terrible, but is awesome in terms of potential. And then Brett's team. Eh, Brett's team could score 150 points on any week, but I feel like the odds of that happening are like they're not good. I agree. Uh, I'm on the I'm on Daniel this week. I'm I'm the more we talk about it, the more I'm talking myself out of it and actually talking myself into a Brett win. So we need to stop talking about it. Uh, I, I hear we have a special end of the uh, episode segment from our uh, dearly beloved KT. So why don't you take it take it home? All right. So in uh, in honor of Robbie's mid season report, I uh, I had a little time on my hands today because I was fried from work and couldn't think about that for a little bit. So I went through and did my own uh, predictions from week to week to see who I think is going to win each week dug in a little bit to see, you know, who the matchups were, who, who, uh, you know, who had players on buys. I think by the time I got to week like 12 or 13, I, I cared less about who was actually playing who and just was more looking at bye weeks because it was getting tedious at that point And I have the attention span of a two-year-old. Um, with that, uh, I went through and did my, uh, you know, who I think is going to win and, what that amounts to um, is, I think, uh, think Daniel's going to end up with the uh, the number one the number one spot uh, and one of the buys. Unfortunately, I hate to report that I think Natron ends up uh, winning your division and uh, and picks up that uh, that second buy as the number two spot. I've got myself as the three spot. I've got Jimmy as the four, and then. It gets interesting. Maddie, I have Maddie winning his division to pick up the five spots, and I actually have you coming out of um, your division as well with the six spot uh, in a three-way tie with um, yourself, Baker, and Adrian actually um, for that last spot. But it comes down to those rotable points, and I, I think you're going to end up with more rotable points than those three. So. Um, I just dropped my piece of paper, son of a bitch. Um, so that's what I've got kind of making the playoffs. So then Dan and Nate, like Nan and Nate get a bye. That means that I play you week one of the playoffs, Shady, and I've got uh Jimmy playing Matt. Um, I've got Matt advancing uh in his division, and I've got me beating you. And Bullshit. then <laughs> I demand a recount. Um, so that leaves myself playing Daniel and Maddie playing Natron. I have myself beating Dan because Dan has yet to beat me in the playoffs, and I think that continues this year. Um, and then I've got Natron beating Matt. So I've got a scenario where I am again 
playing for the fate of our um, precious league again, right? I, uh, I was playing the last time the emperor. For fuck's sake, game. you're like you're like an emperor sieve. And uh, bad news spoiler is I've got Nate taking it down. So there you have it. Well, you are a fucking negative Nancy. You're just a ray of fucking sunshine. Um, sorry, Dave, but uh, I've seen the future, and this is what it told me. Well, I have not yet conculated the rest of the season, but I think you're full of shit in multiple ways. <laughs> um, yeah. the I, I applaud you on your effort of predicting the rest of the season, just like I, I applaud Goss on his predictions for the rest of the season. I think content is good content, and I think you have a little bit of clickbait in there. Um, and, you know, if the, the headline would be Natron wins again and, uh, you know, extinguishes the current league, uh, that is just a trash headline. We can't – that's Fox News. We can't accept this. <laughs> I only speak the truth. Well, people don't like the truth. That's why the truth hurts. Um, I, I I bought Biff's Almanac. <laughs> I have to go back to that. I know that Doug corrected us, but uh, fuck facts. It was Biff's Almanac. So fuck facts. Um, uh, the, uh, one last thing before we head out, and I, I think it's it also potentially an interesting phone with numbers, is the fact that the spreads on these games in week nine are outrageous. <laughs> they are fucking college football, early season spreads. We have, uh, we have Baker as a 23 point dog. We have Adrian as a 36 and a half point dog. We have, uh, we have fucking Dave. Maddie oh, yeah. given 40 points to Dave. We, we have myself 25 and a half points favorite over Doug, which I fucking don't believe. But um, we also have a 10 and a half uh, that, you, that you're favored by and a 10 point lead by Dano. And that fucking has got to be the highest spread numbers in the history of Ruffle. And that may be the thing he, uh, you know, Natron needs to dig into. But let me tell you, I there isn't a single fucking single point spread line in all of that. And I've never seen that before. Yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting this week, that's for sure. When I was going through my... Uh... You know, rest of the season rankings and you know who's going to win. The one thing that I did notice, which is an unfortunate turn of events a little bit, but like I feel like Robbie and Brett have the hardest schedule remaining. So that was just a little nugget that I, I found. So I think we need to add that in to the uh, to the regular season um, agenda. Is like remaining strength. Strength of schedule, 
because I did. Uh, I was looking at some of that, but only for my team, and I think I feel like that that's a good exercise. So yeah, I mean, just real quickly, um, let me see Robbie here. Robbie's got myself, and then Robbie's got Jimmy, and then Robbie has Nate, and then Robbie has Brett. Wolf, and then Robbie has Maddie, or yeah, Maddie, and then Rob ends with Doug. Like, okay, well, not good. And then, like I said, Brett's wasn't much better because <laughs> Brett's got good. <laughs> Brett goes Dano, Nate, Jim, um, Robbie, Doug, and then Maddie. So. Yeah, just oh. kind of a gauntlet for both those guys right now. Woof. Um, I'll see you at the draft, uh, Robbie. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. Good luck in week nine. To everybody except for Brett. All right. I don't even play Brett. I just like to say that and fuck with him.